0: Ever been invited by God to do something that you don't want to do? I have. And today we want to look at a passage which may be familiar to some, but might not be familiar to everyone. It's about a prophet who is called one of the minor prophets or one of the 12 minor prophets by the name of Jonah. Jonah has this call of God on his life. God speaks his word to him and God commissions him with a message. But the destination of the message, Jonah doesn't like. So I want you to think about it this way. Jonah, if you can think about the Mediterranean, that body of water, there's North Africa, there's Israel, Palestine, Jordan, it goes up to Greece and Italy and goes over to Spain, and then there's Iraq and Iran close by. Jonah is told to go to what is a city near modern-day Mosul in Iraq, a city called Nineveh, 280 miles to the east. But Jonah, independently of God, decides that instead of going to the east, he is going to go to the west, so he has enough money to book his passage on a cruise going to Tarshish. Tarshish is in the Iberian Peninsula, maybe in Spain or Portugal, and that's where he's headed. The action is there, the calling is there, the destination God has sent him to is in that direction, but don't, Jonah says, I'm getting out of here. Is there anybody who has ever been told by God this is where you should be? But you choose to head in another direction. There's a part of the story which is about geography and about the location where you find yourself. But also a part of the story is about an emotional and mental trajectory. Jonah has the audacity to believe that if he takes independent action on his own, he can escape from the presence of God. Look on the text. The text says that even though he's a student of the scripture and even though he knows Psalm 139 which says, where can I go from your presence? If I make my my bed in Sheol or in hell, God is there. If I take the wings of the morning... And fly away. God is there. But Jonah thinks that he can get away from God. Sometimes when things in your life are challenged, and you are challenged. You want to disconnect from God. Don't want to pray. Don't want to read the scriptures. Don't want to praise. Don't want to worship. Don't want to talk with anybody around anything that has to do with God. But I'm here today to remind you that even when you disconnect or even when I disconnect, God is still present. The the amazing thing about God is that you meet God even when you don't want to meet him. God is around you. God is with you. God is present in ways that you don't understand. But here is the text. Jonah leaves because he disagrees with God. God says, even though Nineveh is worldly, even though Nineveh is a weird place, even though Nineveh has a multitude of problems and issues, that's where I want you to go. Jonah says, God, not to that wild, wayward, warped, wicked, and worldly place. Not to that place where people push the limits on what is right. Not to that place where personalities and people stop reading stop signs. It sounds as if Jonah was looking at 21st century America where it seems as if even though all of us saw people attacking the capital and the people inside the capital were running for their lives protected by security officers and police for one party to say The people were exercising their right when their right, if it was fully exercised, would have a lot of dead people today. Jonah says, I'm not going to that wicked place. Here's what had happened to Jonah. Jonah became filled with self-righteousness. And any time. Any of us who serve God. Get so self-righteousness. We think we as the creature. Are more important than the creator. And so we think we are the masters of our destiny. And God looks upon Jonah and says watch what's going to happen this is an interesting text he 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 leaves where he's living and the text says he goes down to Joppa and at Joppa he goes down into the ship and in the ship he goes down into the belly of the ship. And from the belly of the ship, he goes down into the sea. And next week you will see in the sea, he is going down into the belly of the fish. Whenever I or you go against God's will. Just know that your trajectory is going to change. And instead of going up. You are going down. Because sin and disobedience and dislocation. From God and God's plan and God's purpose. Takes us to a lower place. Than we want to be. Jonah. Jonah. Looks upon the living God. He looks upon the sovereign God. And he says to himself. I am out of here. Practice bags. I'm going on vacation in Tarshish. See your God. You ever heard anybody in your family sometimes, who, when their family issues going on, they just slam the door and say, see ya? Forgetting that who they are and their very existence is not based upon themselves, but based upon the fact that the family has helped to make you who you are. Jonah! Jonah! thought to himself, I am bigger and better than the living God. One of the writers, J.B. Meyer, F.B. Meyer or Ray Pritchard says that when Jonah kept descending, Jonah mistakenly thought that his way was better than God's way. But sometimes you say to God, God, I know what's happening. I'm sure if Jonah were in America, he would say to God, God, I know where I am. America is a color coded country that you can lift up as robert cheered the mayflower but most of us never heard of the white lion how could we in 2022 never have heard of a ship which brought the first Africans here and began 246 years of slavery, which causes this tremendous wealth gap in America. A white family has 8 to 10 times the wealth of a black family. There are studies, if you look on the Economic Policy Institute, there are studies about people who are college educated, who work the same job, some making upwards of thousands of dollars, while some stalk on existence in the same job, doing the same work, in the same set of circumstances. Oh, in our color-coded America, we like to speak love. But yet sometimes hate comes true. We talk about unity. So when somebody talks about black lives, it's of matter, it's offensive to some people. And yet we are divided. The police issue I talked about in this neighborhood, we have cajoled. We've written. We've made calls. We've persuaded. We've talked. And talked and talked. And instead of the situation along the block getting better, it's getting worse because in a different way we have gotten a colored coded message about the value of women and the safety that should exist in the net this neighborhood. And and, and sometimes you gotta just say to yourself, I've had enough. Can I talk to you this morning? Last week, a man who came from, Bedf- from Brownsville stood up against one of the companies that say we own Sunday. That's one of the NFL's big statements. And he simply said, if you give me an interview." Give me a fear interview. Give me full access and opportunities to demonstrate the skill, the talent, the track record, the brilliance that I have, and then you make your decision. Don't make the decision and just walk me through the room as if you are giving me a chance when it's not a real chance. I had a chance to speak to a colleague who is white, and I said, he, he, he said how bad this is, and I said, well, the Presbyterian Church USA isn't any different. There are some jobs in our denomination after 37 years of ministry. It never gets advertised. I never get to see, never get in the room. And some of the jobs are here in New York City. And I dare anybody in the denomination say I'm not gifted or talented or smart enough, but we have a two standard in the PCUSA. Jonah said to God... God, I know where I am. This is Nineveh. This is not heaven. This is not the place of peace and harmony. This is the place where all kinds of things happened. But here was here's a challenge is that Jonah let the external dysfunction cause him not to be functional. Some of us are dealing with a set of circumstances in our lives which bring all kind of rage and anger and upset. But I'm saying to you this morning you are not your circumstance. You are Called by God. Chosen by God. God. Has gifted you. And given you. God's word. And guess what? God doesn't do anything. Accidentally. God works. Intentionally. To bring about his will. And his purpose. Jonah, I think, was like many of us. Some days I wake up and I want to tell God under what circumstances I will serve. I get up early, four or five, so I have a lot of times back and forth with God before we get rolling. And I heard a preacher say it that any time you plot out your day or you plot out your schedule or you write what you're going to do you'd better do it in double space rather than single space I asked the preacher what do you mean he says when you do it in double space you're leaving room for God to get in and when God Gets in, God takes it and organizes it and moves it so that instead of running away from God, God will get you to run towards Him and His will and His purpose. And his plan. Here was a challenge. Of what happened to Jonah. As he made. That transition. Into the ship. Into the bottom. Of the sea. Jonah. Forgot. His purpose. Whenever a man. Or woman. Forgets their purpose. Whenever. A woman or man forgets who they are and whose they are. And that it is bigger than you. You run away. And you don't do what God called you to do. Ask James Baldwin. Did he run away? Ask Claudette Colville. Ask Shirley Chisholm. There's a really powerful man who lived just 46 years. But he went to England after World War II and created the first blood bank. And he comes to America. And he creates the American Red Cross's blood supplies so that those of us who, when we need it, could have access to blood. And Dr. Charles Drew experienced color-coded America. He created the blood bank. But they say we're going to separate white blood from black blood. And want to say... To somebody this morning. Don't let. What you're experiencing. Limit you. And block you. And control you. And define you. And reduce you. And restrict you. And humiliate you. So that you stop believing. In the possibilities. Of what God has in store. Those who realize that you're here for a purpose keep pushing. They elevate their ambitions, they lift themselves, they lift their families, they lift Their church, their lift, their leaders, their lift, their community, their lift, their neighborhood, and their country. Because they have a different sense of what their destiny is all about. And I'm praying for myself. I can't pray for you in this instance. I'm praying for myself that when the slide happens, and when I make the steps down and down and down, as most humans have on their journey, that something and somebody Will meet me in my moment of need and just remind me that by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourself, it is a gift. Of God. Jonah was so ridiculous that even though he endangered himself and endangered the other people, he was obstinate that he was going to do it his way. God is speaking in today's world and God simply looks upon all of us, his children. And he says, here is the beautiful word of God. A word destined for you, Sister Barbara. A, a word Destined for you sister Gloria a word destined for you sister Joyce a word destined for you sister Daphne a word destined for men and women boys and girls young people and old people a word that invites us to understand that we're God guide God will provide. And so, Jonah needed a turnaround. And you'll see that by the grace of God, he gets a turnaround. But I'm praying as you go into this week, you will pray, lead me, guide me along the way. Lord, if you lead me, I shall not stray. I pray this week that you will ask from the depth of your being, order my steps in your word. Lead me, guide me, every day. Send your anointing. Father, I pray, order my steps. in your word.